A real man makes his own luck. Billy Zane, Titanic. Continuing completed classics. Fulfilling failed franchises. Reinvigorating reviled rehashes. It's the follow-up showdown with Paul Gitz, Travis McMaster, and Lauren Pacorni. Hello and welcome back to the follow-up showdown 3 AFIII. We're normally a podcast that pitches ultimate sequels to movies that don't have them, and this season we are discussing every existing sequel to movies on both versions of the AFI Top 100 list. I am your host, Paul Getz. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Travis and Lauren. Ahoy! Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been planning that? You were so ready. It literally just came to me. <laughs> oh, excellent. Well, well done. And get ready to fall madly, deeply in love and then get real bummed out because we are talking about 2010's Titanic 2 sort of sequel to number 83 on the 10th anniversary edition of the list, 1997's Titanic. With us today, actress... Twitcher? Is that what they're called? <laughs> yeah. Streamer? Yeah, streamer. Streamer. Friend. And you may remember her from the Room episode, Erin Marie Hogan. Erin, thank you so much for coming back. Hi. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> We're happy to. So I guess let's just get right into two Travis McMaster minutes. Okay. Right. I'm going to make a deal with you on these minutes. Ooh. And all future minutes. All future minutes. Um, uh, potentially. Okay. If you don't... Cut me off at the 60-second mark, and we get a little loose with what a minute is. I have started writing things down. I have a written, prepared McMaster Minute that is comprehensive and entertaining. It's a little over a minute. Oh. Not Mm. like three minutes. It's like a little over a minute. This is a massive proposal. This is a game-changer. I suggested that it was part of the charm that he struggled every time to come up with the I think that's the whole charm is, is it? to put I, the ticking clock on it. I yeah. worry that people are irritated at my scrabblings. It depends on how well you do. Sometimes you nail it, <laughs> knock it out of the park, uh, and then sometimes our roasting is the fun. Oh, it's, okay. You know, they get something out see, of it. See, I told you. Well, let's yeah. see how this goes then. To Travis McMaster All right, uh, let me know when you're ready. I'm ready. Go. Brock Lovett is a well-funded modern-day treasure hunter looking for a very rare and valuable necklace called the Heart of the Ocean, which he believes went down with the Titanic. Instead, though, he finds a safe full of soggy paper and dashed hopes. But one of the papers is a drawing of a young woman wearing the necklace, who it turns out is still alive. Rose is flown out to the site of the infamous sinking to tell everyone the story of the night the Titanic went down. High-class young Rose DeWitt Bucator boards the ship with her family and evil, abusive fiancé, Cal Hawkley, the then-owner of the Heart of the Ocean. She finds her life suffocating enough to try and jump off the back of the ship and end it all. Luckily, young Jack Dawson, a poor but clever and clear-eyed artist who Ferris Buellered his way on board, is on hand to talk her down. They begin a tryst that seems as doomed as the maiden voyage of the Titanic itself, evading Rose's family and famously fucking in a Model T after Jack draws a picture of her that started this all. 
The ship hits an iceberg and sinks for like an hour. Jack freezes to death, but Rose survives on a piece of wood that is big enough for both of them, but not buoyant enough to, enough to support them both, so everyone can chill. <laughs> Snapping back to reality, Brock Lovett and team are swept away in the tragedy and romance of James Cameron's Titanic, but the heart of the ocean is lost to time and the sea... Oh, no, actually, Rose had it. She had it this whole time. It was keeping her alive like Iron Man or Gollum. She throws it into the damn ocean where it belongs, dies, and we are treated to a vision of her and Jack reuniting back on the night they fell in love on the Titanic, surrounded by happy ghosts of those who died but were not in love with either of them. David Warner and Kathy Bates were also in the movie. Okay, go. Titanic 2 opens a hundred years later. The Titanic 2, which looks an awful lot like the Queen Mary, is due to set sail with about 18 people. None of them dressed fancy. Um, apparently, this ship is owned by millionaire playboy Warm, Mr. Walsh. Walsh. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You left yourself 22 seconds for two. Oh, man. And it sinks. Yeah. <laughs> a super glacier breaks up into a bunch of glaciers, and they keep hitting the ship. And yeah. And it sinks. Underwater glaciers and tidal wave. And a tidal wave hits it, too. A tsunami. A tsunami, yeah. Yes. It, is that what happened? Because it sounded like nobody had any idea what was going on, and I most definitely had no idea what was going on. But definitely yeah. mm -hmm. ice bullets. I think yeah, you ice summed bullets. it up actually fine. The groaning noise at the end? Yes. That's yeah. about right. And there's a love story. He Walsh was the ex of the EMT. We'll get but, into you that. Know, yeah, okay. I don't okay. know. It's enough. Uh, <laughs> so this is the first of a new type of thing we're doing. It is not a sequel. This is a mockbuster. This is its That's own cute. type like of it. thing that exists. And the definition of it is a movie that markets itself to fool people into believing it is another movie. Ah, oh, I've seen or, a ton of those, yeah. Yeah, or at least connected to another movie, uh, although they will not admit that that's what they're doing. So technically speaking, Titanic 2 is the first one <laughs> in this franchise. <laughs> okay. uh, the name just, of yeah. the ship in the movie is Titanic 2. Correct. So if you thought that meant it was the second movie... That was your misunderstanding. Yeah. yeah. And if you, the font was a little bit exactly the same, that was just coincidence. You can't copyright rivets. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm just remembering the taped up sign. Oh, uh. Okay, well, we'll wait to get into the second one. Let's start with Titanic. What, how are we feeling rewatching this movie? How, how long has it been for everybody? 13, 12 years? Oh, it's been a really long time. Boy. I don't think I've watched it recently. Mm-hmm. And uh, I gotta say, I think it holds up pretty well. It is really interesting because I'm very familiar with it. This was like one of my favorite movies, as mm -hmm. it was many, many people. This the movie nations. was crazy in love with this movie. True. Um, so I'm very familiar with it, but it was very fun to watch it, kind of from trying to see it from a perspective of someone watching it for the first time. Mm -hmm. And it does a lot of really cool stuff. Like whenever Rose is like, oh yes, the woman in the picture is me. Yeah. That's a really cool reveal to <laughs> have like right off the bat. Great start to this story. Uh, I guess I'll go next since I've... <laughs> As you are. <laughs> Almost, yeah. Uh, it's so good. And I don't know when the last time I watched it was. Maybe I've seen scenes, or it, someone's had it on, it's been on. I walked in, I was like, oh yeah, I'll watch this scene because all the scenes are good. Uh, but I can't say when the last time I watched it was. I remember when it came out, I saw it seven times in the theater. Whoa. Yeah. How um, old were you? Middle school, maybe late elementary school. Like I mean, my sister was really into it. You would have been and... 12 or 13 because I was... 
11, I was 12. Okay, so yeah, middle school. Yeah. You know, I loved to cry at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the music alone, I remember being a trigger for me. Cry Titanic. Uh, yeah, nice. absolutely. Thank you. But anyways, it's great still. Mm-hmm. The beginning with Bill Paxton takes 20 minutes to get to the main story, and I'm all for it. I love that movie that we start with, <laughs> the Bill Paxton movie. Then I love the love story. It's one of the best love stories. And then I love that, oh yeah, it crashes. <laughs> and that's the third movie that we get. Uh, and they all work, and it does not feel like a chore to sit through for as long as it is. It's true. I did get a little exhausted at the tragedy eventually because of how much <laughs> it really is there like is. really showcasing an actual event that happened. Yeah. Which, Take it down yeah. a notch, Titanic. I mean, yeah. I could... <laughs> The argument that it's a horrible tragedy, we want you to feel like it's endless and horrible, I, I get, I just noticed it. That's all, it's the only yeah. criticism I it's, have. It's a lot it's this time. The second that Irish mother oh, yeah. shows up, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. oh, of course. Yeah. It's this lady. Yeah. She's always been here. I don't know her name, but she's like Vasquez. She's John Wind Connor's f- mom. Yeah. I just, I always remembered her, but I never knew who she was. Stepmom. Sorry. She's not my mom, mom. Todd. (laughs) (laughs) Jeanette Goldstein. Uh, She's great. She does a great job. Mm -hmm. I do appreciate that. There's so many individual moments you remember for this movie. The couple holding each other in bed. Mm, That's the hard part. Yeah. (laughs) I like that that, there's a section of the absolute saddest. Like the whole thing is sad, but they save. There's this little tucked in section of about five shots in a row played to really, to to the band playing. That's just like, I appreciate that they keep it all in one place. Yeah. Because it's devastating regardless, but that's the most devastating stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This was the first time I've ever seen Titanic <gasps> all the way through. Whoa! Whoa! How? Uh, the best explanation would probably be that I'm a tomboy and it came out around the time that we didn't have money to do things like movie theaters all of a sudden. Mm. Huh? Mm. So I, I just didn't go to that many and mm. the people that I hung out with would have rather seen Jurassic wild wild Park west yeah. sure. <laughs> sure, sure sure uh things like that so it just it wasn't a top priority i watched it it uh, sort of at a sleepover when i was 13 mm-hmm. no it's it's great like yeah. I've, I've seen a lot of scenes from it like i've known what it's about and everything sure. but i've never watched the whole thing wow pieced together like uninterrupted before uh personally i'm a big fan of the uh <laughs> the end oh yeah <laughs> the travesty the, the oh yeah, yeah. it's not, thrilling not because it happened and not because it happened in real life right. but just because there, there's a lot more and I, I get very bored with love stories and things like that i just i'm over it very quickly i'm just like okay are they gonna have sex or no sure like, what's gonna happen or no yeah. then can we stop talking about yeah. this relationship because i don't yeah. care about it at all <laughs> and that was i that was something i noticed about watching it this time is james cameron is so good at making movies he's mm-hmm. so brilliant and this one is i mean i guess they're all pretty amazing I, it's he, hard to put one at the top it just doesn't miss this it's might be crazy. it yeah. but like every time something like that happened something kind of like froofy and soft the very next thing like at right, the plot right forward. after they have like their big romantic sexy love fest in the car and the drawing stuff 
the way that they leave that is mm -hmm. through the boiler room. Yeah. Full of just like yeah. metal and fire and sweaty yeah. dudes going, oh, you can't be in here. Yeah, yeah. And I just feel like everyone who was bored is sitting up now and like, yeah, oh, you can't be in here. This place looks dope. What are we doing? Yeah. 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 We aren't the only people that loved this movie, as you uh, pointed what? out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, turns out it was the highest grossing movie ever uh, for 13 years before it was beaten by James Cameron's Avatar. Yeah. In I mean, 2010. That's only because, you know, Paul just saw it seven times in theaters. <laughs> I put it over the top. For sure. <laughs> just, Paul just yeah. by himself. <laughs> and then I think I got Avatar over the top. Yeah. All right. So, our writer or director of this first movie, Mr. James Cameron. I really held back on the research for this because there's just so much to do. And if you want to hear all that they did to make this movie the incredible spectacle that it is, watch the hours of footage oh. <laughs> about it he gifts it's, us it's so impressive everything they do is so impressive they use every trick in the book in this movie yeah so many miniatures and bigatures and an odd confluence of like what computer effects we had and huge life-size crap uh, kathy bates for how many <laughs> for how many years later it is i mean in comparison to like avatar which also holds up mm -hmm. in comparison to CGI now because they were just spending the money where it needed to be spent mm -hmm. doing the things they needed to do. Mm -hmm. Titanic looks incredible. I, I there were no yeah. moments that took me out of it. There were I think there are uh, very few. A yeah. couple the vast of, majority of them. Yeah, yeah. I think for me up. there's like on the on the nice big TV, you know, when mm -hmm. you see the the CG ship, some of the figures walking around do look a little mm. yeah, stiff like, and tooby. Okay. But, but that's you know, like, right. you got to be, look, and this is a, how old is this movie now? I 97. 97. 97 year old movie. No, it looks yeah. really, really <laughs> good still. <laughs> the movie's 97, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it looks great. I kind of like the idea that every time James Cameron watches this two hour eyes, like absolutely perfect movie. He watches that one scene and he's like, fuck, I couldn't get it. Fuck. And we're, it's so impressive, but I just know it's because he's such a, a perfectionist that yeah. he picks yeah. at it. He, Went on 12 dives to the real Titanic. Only one of those was to film it. Hmm. So he just went to spend time with it. Uh, and <laughs> ultimately right. spent more time with the ship than its living passengers did on its voyage. Brag. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, I think Cameron leaked this fact. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, or he said it in an interview. Like, I, I actually... If you think about it, I, well, you don't even have to think about it. You can just look, and I spent more time with it than the passengers. <laughs> but some other writer-directors notes, he, as he does, invented something. Actually, his brother uh, and Panavision developed a deep-sea camera capable of withstanding the water so they could film the Titanic. He fell in love mm. with the scariest part of the ocean. He's been his... in love with that for so Oh, right, the abyss. Yeah, 90, yeah the abyss. I have the abyss. Oh, it's I great. I should watch that. Yeah. It's earlier. Yeah. That's all I'll say. I think that's one of the yeah. only James yeah. Cameron movies I haven't seen. One of them. I know there's a couple more, like the early ones, but... Right. But it's his first writer-director epic yeah. situation, yeah. for sure. Nice. Um, and then, this is a weird writer-director fact, in my opinion. It's his hands sketching Rose. Yeah. Not oh. Leonardo DiCaprio's hands. And he is left-handed. Leo is right-handed, and so they reversed the footage so it would look like Leo. I just... It, I think it's weird it had to be him. Why he couldn't it be... He does the entire be... sketch? Yeah. Because he can draw. Yeah, yeah of course. I understand he's an he incredible draw, artist. you could get a different mm. artist to you bring know in why. to... Well, Paul, <laughs> do you know. I, though? I'm worried. No, not not. I don't mean yeah. that in a lascivious way. No. I mean that in an 
ego way. Of right. course, because of the very fact that you know that, again, that came from James Cameron right. leaked yeah. that right. in totally. the commentary. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my favorite fact maybe about this movie is the, the four-disc special edition DVD set that came out <laughs> has James Cameron on the cover. <laughs> like, in a t-shirt next yeah. to a camera yeah. pointing. Yeah. And I don't blame him for that because it, he is truly incredible, but it's like, Get down a notch, Jim. Yeah. That's classic director stuff, though. Like, um, who else puts themselves on the cover of well, the art? Well, not the cover, but as far as hands go, like it's <laughs> Ryan Johnson yeah. um, has his hands, hands in <laughs> his, yeah. in a, yeah. the Last Jedi. He like it's his hand taking the the bobble off of the Millennium Falcon's rearview mirror. The, okay. the dice and um, uh, uh, Mel Gibson put his hand in Passion of the Christ. Oh, okay. Um, oh, I interesting. Seen that one. But he, yeah, it's he like dra- a signature. It's just something like directors are like, oh, this is somewhere I just like a fun little fact. I can put myself in my movie. Oh, you know, okay. Hitchcock mm. was doing it forever, but that was full body, not just hand. Right. I yeah, like that you have all this hand centric knowledge. <laughs> this yeah. is interesting. Maybe this can be a segment. We got cars <laughs> with parts and then hands on film. Hands on directors. Hands on directors. Yeah. Hands, on directors. hands on directors. Oh. I should go to you for all the punny titles. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, speaking <laughs> of titles, in lieu of actors' notes, I'm not doing actors' notes this time because, you know, we usually talk about who was to be cast if not. And this list is just insane because this was just such a big project. There's like everyone, mm-hmm. everyone in the world was considered to be these two characters and could have been. To some extent. I mean, these guys are great. I love them. But instead of talking about actress notes, I am going to give Lauren her own segment. Oh. Travis has two. It's not really fair. <laughs> she can have one I have mine. the show. No, no. <laughs> Lauren, you're going to do what we call Lauren's Pocorner. Aww. <laughs> oh, I gave Lauren a segment and I didn't even want her. Now it's time to see what happens here on Lauren's Pocorner. How this is going to work is something that you have already done a few times. You're going to reboot this movie. Oh. You're going to come up with the <laughs> cast for who would be the new Jack and Rose. We're going to oh, stick with just the two leads this time. If you have anybody else, go ahead and throw them out. But that's going to be the deal. Okay. Now, if anybody has a problem with who you pick, they can challenge. Oh. But... And then we have to swap gifts. Uh, sure. <laughs> Next time. I didn't bring one this time. When do we rob the neighbor? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, my first thought for Rose is, just off the top of my head, Zendaya. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, sure. Would Zendaya no... be treated differently That's what I was at thinking. The time? That's, that was my first thought. Bad. That's why I was like right Which, off the top of my head. That's but... fine. In a reboot, you can just change their circumstances and what they're dealing with. I mean, yeah, people sure. definitely treated... Molly Brown differently. That's true. Because she was new money or whatever. So yeah, uh-huh. you could definitely have that be a part of the movie. But also, right. there were like rich, fancy black people back then. Okay, That's sure. For sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't I did. see any on the Titanic. <laughs> well, uh-huh. yeah. 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 Anyway, she, character-wise, she could be Rose. Yeah, yeah. Like for that. sure. So she she yeah. would kill it, for yeah. sure. That makes me want to cast uh, oh Tom, my gosh, Holland? Tom Holland yeah. as, as Jack. <laughs> he could do it also. I would, I mean, yeah, I would actually, I would fight more for tom holland as jack than zendaya as rose you don't have to fight anybody for anything you could just assign them. <laughs> yeah we'll all back you know we're all pretty let's, excited let's do it they seem happy yeah okay zendaya <laughs> that movie rose. would make so much money. yeah yeah That's... yeah tom would be so sweet like that would make that jack's death seem like even more heartbreaking <laughs> i mean i maybe it probably has to do with my age now versus then also but i don't know if i could 
my heart could be as broken again by a reboot of the story of the you same know story? jack's going to die and yeah. yeah but your heart could be broken by like something else right oh for sure my yes i'm not that's not a stone threat. no no no. this is not a, a cry for help moment it's just a <laughs> comment on what, i just I didn't feel about it. i didn't know if you were like i don't feel feelings really anymore because of time <laughs> true <that's> passing <laughs> that's becoming true i mean same yeah yeah, yeah. unfortunate <laughs> yeah you guys are psychos as soon as the movie starts yeah again, the vocalization that's yeah like that used to make me cry when i went one of the seven every, six of the seven sure. times because it sure. just made me think of the movie i was watching kind which hold on you yes which is a good transition into music notes <laughs> uh, and i only have the one because we gotta talk about the song yeah the one best song mm, yeah uh, also this movie won 11 oscars tying ben-hur for the most oscars for any single movie Wow. So, you know, it's a, and it was the first movie to break a billion dollars. So no matter what gross is over it, it still holds some records, sure. which I'm happy about. In any case, James Cameron didn't want a song. Uh, he was adamant there'd be no song over the closing credits. There'd be no sound over the closing oh. credits. Uh, and the composer uh, disagreed and so secretly <laughs> arranged the song. And got Celine Dion and recorded the song and then presented it to 20th Century Fox, who loved it, and then showed James Cameron. And he loved it. <laughs> so it worked out. It's, it, yeah. it speaks to how much power James Cameron has in this industry that mm-hmm. James Horner had to get 20th Century Fox on board. And secretly record it. And get Celine Dion to record a whole hit song yeah. to test James Cameron, just to try and get yeah. a yes. And this is something, too. Apparently, when James Cameron heard it, he said, who is this singing? And they said, Celine Dion. And he said, oh, she's big, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's no James Cameron, so, obviously. Right. One yeah. of the most like, iconic songs of all time, arguably, uh, almost yeah. didn't 100%. happen. That's crazy. I like, though, yeah. that then he tried it again with Avatar. And we I all just, just like, I don't I remember it. this song. I love the song, song from Avatar. Exactly. I See You by Leona Lewis. It's a bop. Who? Leona Lewis. Oh. She, Leona Lewis. Is she big? She, she did not blow up as much. She's no James She Cameron. was around. Mm. Mm. Um, Maybe. Well, so it, it should have been that the composer did it in secret <laughs> and showed James Cameron as that's, opposed to That's James the chemical X. Yeah. Like, yeah. Hmm. Before we move away from Titanic, anybody, anything anybody else needs, wants to say? Yes. Yes. Mm. I think it's really interesting that the movie is framed with this Paxton treasure hunt. It mm. doesn't really need to be for the first few times I saw the movie or like later when I got it on VHS or DVD. I remember always being kind of surprised when it starts that way. I go like, oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. We have to do all this stuff first. And it's cool stuff and I love Bill Paxton and it's fine. But the movie, like if you, you could just make Titanic with the, the love story and release that and you get, you still get a billion dollars or whatever. Yeah, because you still get two movies. You, you still get, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So I think it's really interesting that he framed it that way. And the only thing I can think of is that it helps make that story real because it's a made-up story about a true event. So framing it like an hour reality and we're all with Bill Paxton listening to Rose describe it. It's basically makes just it like historical. James, James Cameron like telling show me us a story through Rose. Right. He's well, through Paxton almost. Yeah, he, well, he's, he, he's basically Paxton. Yeah, he's putting himself <laughs> in the movie as Brock Lovett. Right. Yeah. But I think what makes it work is Gloria Stewart as older Rose. Mm-hmm. I think that as silly often 
that character could come across, she really sells it. Like most things, many things in the movie, it could be, well, okay, Lauren disagrees. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I certainly don't think it's without silliness, but I definitely think it could feel so hallmark, and perhaps you think it does, but for me, for the most part, it doesn't. That Well, going into this, I was like, okay, no, I haven't seen this in a while. I remember older Rose, the actress. I don't. I remember not thinking that she was a good actor. Mm. So we'll see what I feel now. Mm-hmm. And no, I it's do not think she's a good actor. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. That actress also, she died at 100, just like Rose. Yes. Nailed it. <laughs> yes. She didn't like being aged up to 100. She was aged up for the movie. She was? Mm-hmm. They put makeup on her. I didn't know that. Did you guys notice when they did the transition shot from Rose's eye, they're both Rose, from Kate Winslet's eye, Mm -hmm. and they pulled out to her eyes, that they had digitally put in Kate Winslet's eyes into the older actress for just that shot? I was wondering Mm -hmm. about that. When they they pulled back, yeah, you can tell they're just, you can see just a little bit of, I don't know what you would call it, clipping or movement. Actors' ladies' eyes are a little bit lighter. Um, It may be clear clear to the listeners uh all both of them that uh <laughs> you guys are really into behind the scenes stuff and that's not so much my bag i don't i, mm. I don't like to be i don't like to know this stuff <laughs> unless i'm completely it's like how how then i look it up <laughs> but i don't know for whatever reason i just want to i just want to be a fool i want to be a, a foolhardy silly boy no, i need to know i've always needed to know that's so fascinating well, yeah, I mean, you want to make them, and I do too to some extent. I just don't want to direct them yeah. or shoot mm-hmm. them. Sure. So I'll let the magic happen on the side. I kept thinking about how back in the day, people like mocked her, called her fat, mm. which I'm just baffled by. It's just crazy. Mm. I'm, I'm glad society's healing from this type of thinking. Is it? Uh, I th- I like to think it is. I like to think we're heading in the right direction. It's still. Uh, I don't think anyone great. would look at Kate Winslet in '97 and they wouldn't put that on the front of a magazine and, and be like, "Fat Same Kate." Now, okay. But they, but Titanic. That's what they were Kate. talking they about, might, though. They no, might. but I'm saying they wouldn't now. Oh, okay. I would yeah. say I. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't hear it back then. I hear it more now. I remember. Oh well, yeah. 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 Really? Not about Kate Winslet. About I was gonna, yeah. just people. Oh yeah, but I, I still feel, hear it. I hope. I hope, I feel like we're just getting started in the right direction. There's definitely a long way to go. Hmm. Um, and also, like, I just, I've been having a lot, lots, lots of thoughts about Leonardo DiCaprio lately. I will say, looking at Leo in this movie, he will never look better. He has never looked better. It's classic this Leo. The, this is, you know, the, the painting of an angel. Uh, <laughs> it, it was, this is the first time I've noticed he still has the exact same forehead. He's got a very pronounced forehead and i thought it looked like an older man's forehead but he's had it forever apparently but he still looked like some actors are brad pitt gorgeous and then become more gorgeous Hmm. uh leo is one that my opinion you know this he should love this movie for (laughs) showing him that way i think that's the drinking oh yeah because he looks pretty much oh, now the same. No, I think older, the reason he looks like that is because of the drinking. Well, mm. but I would have blamed the forehead on that too, and and I, and it's still it's, there. I yeah. literally have no fucking clue what you're talking about with this forehead. Well, it's uh, <laughs> old, his old man forehead. Aaron, that you noticed forehead. On his... What are your thoughts on the forehead? I think I, I think I know what you're saying. I just, mm. I wouldn't say it's an old man forehead per se. <laughs> I, I like no, how like I'm I'm, just a I'm defending um people's perception of Kate Winslet, but now we're just piling on Leo. Well, well, I mean, no, I'm saying Leo. yum yum yummy we... about Leo, but yeah. Uh, well. 
we were like we way into skinny do the bodies same then. for her male counterpart i would think and right yeah uh i wouldn't really say his forehead is an old man <laughs> yeah <laughs> even now it looks like a regular forehead he's in forehead. his 40s or 50s or whatever it's, it's perfectly kind of fine short forehead. and wide i guess <laughs> um, it, just the shape. Well, it's just plastered? the shape. It's just the shape of his. Yeah, voice. you bet he is. No, <laughs> uh, no <laughs> judgments, but <laughs> the man drinks. So much judgment. So oh, much judgment. I mean, <laughs> yeah. about, I mean, alcoholism. No one can. That's not his fault. Quit dating children. Yeah, that's his fault. Well, sure. Yes, yes. Stop this is dating twenty-year-olds. It's easier to dunk on the forehead yeah. for me. Uh, it's a normal forehead. It's not. There are those that agree with me. I think out it's there. I, I loving think, this. I think it's are they on the... Reddit? Or... Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out. There's a, he's finally saying it. <laughs> Not to keep like dunking the alcoholism, but it does make your makes makes your face more swollen, makes sure. your skin tone yeah, more red. I'm yeah. dunking on him. I just mean like that's why he looks like that. Yeah, uh-huh. he's still king of the world. Sure. It's kind of interesting that Leo or nor Kate like made it into the James Cameron like club. Like they mm. don't—they haven't really appeared in any of his other movies. Like Bill made it, the lady—I already forget her name. Well, what, what, but, but I this think was, he made many. Titanic, and then the next movie he made was Avatar. I know, but Kate Winslet and Leo weren't mm. in that. Now Kate Winslet is in Avatar too. I'm just saying, you know, he he right. like he like Leo, keeps his crew. But 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 Leo oh, I mean, is you're saying he had other roles. But Leo is like the Walmart of Hollywood now. Sure. Like he's not in James Cameron's crew because James Cameron works for. Well, him. He's in Quentin's crew. Oh, I see. He's in definitely mm. Quentin's crew. And absolutely, Bill's not in Avatar. Bill's dead. I, no. He wasn't when Avatar came no, out. But, bitch. But Bill, <laughs> wait, Bill was in Aliens. Bill, I know Bill he's in, in the Terminator. crew. I'm just saying, <laughs> Kate's in Avatar too. That's the next movie, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Leo's not in it because yeah. he is, yeah, huge. He's massive. He won't do. The he will. Avatar He'll do Quentin's. We're because, moving away because Quentin we're moving will give Leo topic. like no. weird weirdo street cred, artsy street cred that he doesn't have because he's Walmart. Okay, so does this movie belong on the top 100 films list? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I think it's the it, first time I've said that. Well, no. probably Goodfellas as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely it does, and I will also, though I am not as stricken by it as my co-hosts, I think Avatar belongs on the next top 100 films list because it breaks ground it does things nothing's ever done before it wouldn't be on my top 100 personal list but it it if it's not not even top 100 no way i would be so many movies i I don't like it very much (laughs) (laughs) that's a good point uh but but i if it's not on the next list i will be mad because I'm like, well, what else did what Avatar did? Fuck right. you. You can't deny it. If you, if you don't like it, what it's done sure. for cinema yeah. since it's incredible. There's so many movies on these lists that are like, yeah, I get it. I'll, maybe I'll watch it again, but bravo. Yeah. You Easy know. writer. Ugh. Should this movie have a sequel? No. <laughs> I feel like we said it all. It's so hard to do a sequel to this movie. Like, it would... Uh, I don't. I can't wait to find out what you guys did. This was, I think, biggest challenge for me yet, personally. I just instantly took it off the rails. <laughs> me too. Yeah. That's the only way to go, honestly. Yeah, I think I went. Well, anyways, we'll get into that after we talk about Titanic Two. Electric baby. Boogaloo. I, I think it is yeah. important, just real quick, because there's like no way people. 
it's a, it's ridiculous to expect people to be any way familiar with the plot of this film. Uh-huh. And I kind of rushed past it. I mean, it. we just watched it, and I'm not familiar with the plot <laughs> yeah, of the lo- film I'll, at all. It was awkwardly <laughs> put together, but they it's basically just the second ship sails, and then it gets crashed. But the way that they pulled that out was like a giant iceberg, a large iceberg the size a of... A glacier. A glacier. Fell apart. Glacier, glacier fell, fell apart. apart. Yeah. That's a much better way of saying that. Yeah. We'll use that. Uh. Um, and an iceberg the size of Manhattan hit the water, which caused huge... I didn't see that iceberg the size of Manhattan. That either. Yeah, never showed us that iceberg. No, they didn't. For all it, the things that they cheaply showed us, yeah. uh, that was not one of them. But they sure talked about it a lot. Yeah. You and it, not forget. it causes a huge tsunami the size of apparently the entire Multiple Atlantic Ocean. Tsunamis, yeah. Um, it dispelled surface level icebergs dangerously ahead but then also subsurface smaller bullet icebergs <laughs> which really only seemed to destroy one submarine that right. showed up just to explode which makes sense in this universe where they are saying it is affecting the entire atlantic ocean and they're only concerned about one ship, the Titanic too. Yeah. yeah. It's the like a weird novelty ship. It, it was <laughs> like in there. <laughs> with only novelty lifeboats and yeah. Oh. Yeah, because the <laughs> and no <laughs> mystery missiles. There were these like submarine <laughs> these the orange submarine boats that? that got dropped Still out of that. the Titanic two that housed an unknown number of people. There were people in those? I Is that what that so was? Many times. Eight, eight of them were dumped into the sea. That, that lady who was lip to, quivering. Those had to have been the lifeboats was, and they just felt no need to explain it. But I thought it. the lifeboats were showboats. They they but show, that's what that's yeah. what those white boats you could see on yeah. the deck were. They were saying those were showboats. And the real lifeboats were these like Captain but Nemo if, missile ships. That, why not just have real lifeboats? Right. Because I think they couldn't shoot... They, they couldn't, couldn't show boats it. in the well, water, they, they but they could lower dump those... the boats. They couldn't show a lot of things. Yeah, they could have. Right. They I mean... could have at least shown a boat in the water. But that's because a... they showed bodies in the water. It's like, how did those get there? Because the, but those those bodies that they filmed on set were just the crew. Yeah. in a tank, they couldn't oh, yeah. physically film the boats. They didn't have boats to shoot. Let's be I'm clear, saying. that probably wasn't a tank. They were likely in like a swimming pool. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Like yeah. the same pool of the the Hilton that they co- clearly shot this in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my God, I mean, we'll never run out of things to say about. <laughs> Uh, if you're looking yeah. for like one of those like sit on the couch and make fun of a movie with your friends types, this is a really good one. It doesn't I go feel like there's better ones. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, there's be- better ones. That's be- true. Because <laughs> there's performances that are more sure of themselves. It was although, yeah, I mean, this guy just doesn't have that. Tommy was so factor because okay, this but is from another auteur, about it. writer director Shane Van Dyke, grandson of Dick Van Dyke. And he's, of course, the star of the film, also. At, at the halfway point. Yeah. <laughs> and the reason, might as well get into this, it's a huge reason that it's incredible to have Aaron here as the guest, is because Aaron has worked with Shen, Shane Van Dyke on a movie he wrote, directed, and starred in. Also, Paranormal Entity, another mockbuster. I'm not even going to tell you what two. it's mockbustering. Oh, there's two? Oh, you, you worked with them on two movies. I, I worked with Shane on two movies. Right. Um, okay, so I don't know how much, uh, I'm not going to say I'm looking for the Van Dirt, nice. but maybe let's Van Dish <laughs> nice. a little bit, if we could. This is my first time seeing the man, mm-hmm. and he clearly likes himself. <laughs> yeah. he... What gave you that? <laughs> I, 
How does he enter the movie With again? A helicopter. Women. Yeah. Helicopter for women four on his women. arms. His his arms are very long. He can reach around <laughs> he's, all for I, I don't know why two wouldn't suffice. He doesn't have normal person length arms. He's pointing okay, at no. people off screen. You can't go a like, hey. truck on a ship. That's why. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was also confused when that helicopter showed up because they had just shown other main characters in the helicopter. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is them getting Me there. Me too. I thought and that too. And I was like, too. oh no, this is when they started playing the cool guy music it's, and it's Aaron really... was like, oh, here comes, I'm betting it's Shane. What <laughs> <laughs> he sticks out is one part yeah. of the movie that doesn't make sense. What's it like being directed by Shane? Oh, that's a good Van question. Van Dyke. I am mostly not existent. Honestly, like this, I guess on Six Guns, I got, I got a little bit of direction. Paranormal Entity was just a, a weird kind of experience. Hmm. Um where I didn't really, we didn't really have a lot of, like, formal direction, which is kind of why I say non-existent. Mm. Um, so, like, he was he was directing things, and, you know, he would give a little bit of direction during scenes and stuff, but so much of it was not conventionally blocked or planned. But <laughs> the entire thing was improv <laughs> you know, uh, so... Uh, whoa, there, was there a script? Maybe, like, 20 pages at best wow. script um that seems about right for this too. so maybe like like one scene was actually done per the script and then the rest of the script was entirely just not shot if uh. i remember correctly <laughs> and then the other remaining rest of the movie was improv wow so, so is like, that like you show up to set on the day and they're like we we have we think we're gonna shoot these scenes but give us a minute or yeah, what do you think it was, or it was pretty much okay so now we need to fill in like these areas kind of like I don't know what can we do what's the name of a kind of a ghost so it was it was a lot of how, can I ask how did you Slimer how did... <laughs> it was a lot of brainstorming and not so much like conventional direction I got a little bit on six guns but my role on that was much smaller as well yes you're the his co-star in paranormal entity correct or you're the star. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. How yeah. did they know when the they were done for the day? They would come up with an idea that they're like, well, um, that's going to take too long to yeah. shoot. I guess that's it. <laughs> Tomorrow. Yeah. No, I mean, I think... I, I feel bad for the assistant director because mm. I, he did really try to like have something kind of comprehensive. And it's like, we really got to get this these kinds of things done this day. We mm. got to do those things. But I don't know that anybody really knew. I didn't have the typical long hours on Paranormal Entity that I had on my other Asylum films. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so I'm thinking they just said, you're going to shoot for this many hours and get it done in a week or whatever it was. <laughs> what's, on, on set or whatever, what's the vibe of like, what's the goal? Like, is it to try and make a, a movie fast? Is it just to try to make anything barely fast. coherent? Fast. They don't care if it's good or coherent. They're like, anything that cuts relatively together because we're just trying to do a short sell? Paranormal Entity was obviously going to be, diff- like, it was a found footage thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was very much like, we got to get this together and get it done so that it comes out when Paranormal Activity comes out. Mm. Wow. It's also found footage, so it's a little bit easier with that. Like in that respect, sure. Mm-hmm. All one location, like like yeah. uh, like just the house, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas like, um, they were throwing more money at Hold Your Breath. It had a very limited 
theatrical release and Six Guns they seem to have thrown quite a bit of money at Mm. still like even then they're you're trying to do so much in such a short amount of time with not enough money not enough money there no way and trying to still turn a profit Hmm. um it's just working very long hours trying to shoot an overabundance of pages how many takes two if you're lucky three Um, right there there's no time for sit there and do it until we get what we want i would that's what it looked like in titanic to rehearsal no not a whole lot of rehearsal not a whole lot of blocking rehearsal the only time we really got that was when we were using steadicam okay sure and it was pretty much just blocking for the lighting and the steadicam guy and he kind of just got one shot at it (laughs) poor guy there there are extremely talented crew members that we're working on a lot of those things and they know what they're doing and they and but it's you know it's a job it's a job that you can get consistently mm-hmm. at a studio yeah and the studio's goal is to turn a profit by making a movie as fast as possible i mean they were making at least a movie a month sure wow i respect so, that well yeah. and going Roger back Corman. to your point about the assistant director working so hard that has been my experience on so many sets of movies that, you know, things that came together well or didn't come together well. From assistant director down, these are all people that know their jobs, their workhorses. You get them because it's like they can do the job. We need the job done. You can do the job. It's the director who's the wild card, and yes. it makes a difference. It's like sometimes like, oh, well, this fucking clown, it's his student film, so he got everybody here. He's paying the money. Mm-hmm. We have to yeah. do what he says despite the fact that he has no leadership qualities. Who cares if that means shooting, you know, 24 pages today? Uh, that's what we're doing. Right. I yeah. did so many of those that now, like, I show up to do, I'm just doing television and stuff, and I'm getting significantly more. Sure. And I show up and it's like, oh, we've got a lot to shoot today. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, it says we're shooting a page and three quarters. Breezy. (laughs) Roomy. We mean a a lot. (laughs) So it's just, I mean, I guess it prepared me for... Well, no, it didn't really prepare me for any because that was because that was also like you you gotta keep going. There's not that much downtime, and now I like show up to set and I'm like, okay, rushing hair, rushing makeup, grabbing some breakfast, and then I sit here for eight hours. Yeah. Wow. Well, this is an excellent. Thank you for the insider's uh, insight into what Titanic Two might have. Oh, I can't wait to hear the music for Insider's Insight. I can't wait to hear the song for that. Insider Insight, let's get the facts right. Insider Insight, let's get the facts. Well, we need to... I don't know if we have another Insider scheduled, but uh, we'll work on that. We'll work on that to justify the theme song. Anything anybody (laughs) wants to say about Titanic 2 before we move toward these... Pickies. Nope. Uh, oh, I, I, <laughs> there's stuff to. Uh. I appreciate where it exists in the in the in the, you know, so bad it's fun to watch spectrum because it's not as over the top as the room or Birdemic. Um, it's not as like in your face conceptually ridiculous as like 
ghost shark or any of the Sharknadoes right. or anything. The it, campy. Well, it is campy. Same it, people, though. Right. Yeah. But yeah. It's, they're, they're, it's pulled back enough that it's like, really, it's all it's asking you to believe in is a piece of ice so large it makes a big wave. And, like, I can meet them halfway. That's easier to grasp than a tornado that picks up sharks and throws them at people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's, that's what I said. Like, yeah, there are better movies to do this, like Troll 2 or whatever. Um, but it, it, I thought I had a surprisingly good time just kind of going, like, how, why didn't they light this scene? This is clearly the production office. That billionaire's wallet looks a lot like my dad's wallet. Yeah. Why don't these guys' uniforms fit? Why do they, why do why they only do, have did, two hats? Where do the uniforms go right. from scene to scene? They could, uh, to seeing where the budget goes. Yeah, and you could yeah. see, you could really see that like the people doing it knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm, There's yeah. just no amount of money that can... Or, or excuse me, without money. There's no amount of moxie that can yeah. create... Yeah. I, I think a Hollywood budget would be hard pressed to make anything decent to follow up Titanic in the first place. Well, right. you know, sure, so that was yeah. never the point. But even yeah. what they set out to do for it to be, I will say, it, you pointed decent. out while we were watching it, they didn't shy away from the ideas. They couldn't show them well, and it <laughs> right. seemed insane. Yeah, but. They were all there. The the giant glacier, the tsunamis, the the flipping of the boat. It all looked bananas, <laughs> ridiculous. But it was there. It all it was, looked like a small child like shot it with mom's camera in his bathtub. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. that would have been more charming, way more yeah, charming. But yeah. they, yeah, no, they don't shy away from it. Like I, I don't. Yeah. It did although, feel like they were making it up to some degree as they were going along. Like at one yeah. point, they go down the hall because they hear someone calling for help trapped behind a door and then that guy just he just dies, dies. He just yeah. dies. <laughs> and then they just go back the other also, way where they came from i think yeah. like it's pretty loved in that moment that the first thing he asked was who's there and he's <laughs> like well who does that mean save him who, who cares who it is yeah. <laughs> it's a moaning human yeah <laughs> it takes him like Say five help. minutes to cross a puddle yeah on a and then like he goes to help her with a live by, wire by putting right. her hand back on like, like, that whole, was crazy. Whole monkey barring across a, an electrified a puddle. Yeah. yeah. They're, yeah. They're, but they're yeah, moving their way across the pipe. She says her hands are going to slip. He jumps back onto the pipe and then pulls he her said, hand he says, off of it. give me your hand. And then puts it back onto just, the pipe. That feels yeah. like something that had to be improv because I can't <laughs> imagine putting that in a script and being like... Uh, yep, and yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> I could if you were like, uh, we're getting, we're, I'm writing 24 pages today, like, uh, or in yeah. this hour. I, yeah. I don't know the writing process, so for all yeah. I know, it could be that they've got to write the 24 pages, too. Like, yeah. I just, I have no idea. I They have to churn them out pretty fast, though. Yeah. Okay. It's like, right. the scripts come out pretty fast as well, so it's like, I want to, there's a lot of leniency having been in some of these Mm-hmm. that i can give mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but there's also only so much i'm willing to give because <laughs> at some point you've just got to be like maybe we don't make this movie. right well like, you know I, you know i really like book. yeah like yeah. roger corman stuff and hammer films i really do respect the hustle like ed wood like let's just crank this out even just I, we just want to make movies to make we'll a profit. Put in all the stuff people right. like i'm like yeah. right i'm like that's yeah. fine with me like, i like faster yeah. pussycat kill yeah. kill she takes her shirt off you know, like, <laughs> it's not as charming yeah. it's more charming in retrospect in retro we now it's like our current yeah. distasteful yucky movies yeah why did she have to take her tank top off to she didn't so that he could tell her to put her arms through the holes it of was, the wetsuit those were separate things because she oh those were separate she, things. She, yeah <laughs> she took her tank top off to fit into the wetsuit 
question uh, mark. Because he just keeps and saying, he... put your arms through. Yeah. And I'm like, she's not dumb. She's We've established she's a nurse. One of the few things we've kind of established. Yeah. yeah but she, she knows did... what to do with sleeves. She had stopped <laughs> talking. By that, that point, point of the movie, she oh, didn't oh, say that, anything anymore. Just the shame right. show. Yeah. Except because my once, hands are going to slip. Yeah, once they got together, then he started saying all the lines. You yeah. know what? I, I've been in a situation like that, not on one of these, so not with Shane specifically, but with the, an actor who was directing himself, who just insisted on improving everything over my written lines. Oh, and part of me kind of wonders if something like that may have, may have happened. I could have seen it because everything he was saying was unnecessary. Everything everybody was saying was everything that happened in general. Yeah. I think <laughs> that's what real. makes this kind of movie less fun than some of the other movies I mentioned is yeah. that you can tell that like, okay, there's like this budget like schlocky movie and that's all well and good. But you can tell when Shane Van Dyke comes on screen, you're like, oh, so he paid for this. Right, right, yeah. right. He's the guy yeah. in control of all this because it's... With and it's the, the most... five love interests in the film. Right. Yeah. It's just dripping with, like, you know, yeah. alpha male nonsense. Well, and I bought the plane being taken over by the wave. I bought the helicopter falling into the water. Mm-hmm. I bought the weird fires. and I bought, I bought everything visual, but I, they could not make him charming. Right. <laughs> that was something that was necessary for the story and did not that, happen. It is uh, difficult yeah. to fill a glass that is already full. <laughs> <laughs> like the yeah. they in that sentence is him. Yeah. yeah. And right. he's not charming. He doesn't know. He, he I guess he's nailing I hope it. he doesn't listen to this. Well, I guess if you're listening to this, well, Shane. If you, if you suck, no. you suck. You know, I don't oh. care. <laughs> <laughs> Shane, if you're listening to this, I'm tied up and being held captive yeah. <laughs> and forced to say these things. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, like, I, I always have this issue with actors directing themselves or directors putting themselves in too big a role in, sure. in what they're doing. Is There's just, who's going to be there to be like, you look so fucking stupid and you need to change this? Like, who's going to say that? I yeah. think it you has... You know what I mean? Whereas yeah. if they were watching it at the time, they may have said, I need to make a different choice. But it, that's just not really so much of a possibility. I think it has to do with like the director slash actor slash person because like if you're someone who maybe like sucks a little you're not going to be able to see yourself subjectively indirect whereas Mm -hmm. today we just joyfully watched Rocky 2 written directed and starring Sylvester Stallone and he fucking nails it so I think it's possible so many times yeah I could use a little more Adrian we'll get into that literally next episode (laughs) Uh, but generally speaking yeah he does nail it I I guess I've just encountered that a lot Mm. particularly in especially like in in much bigger budget things like even when an actor may direct an episode of a television show that they're on or something like that there are so many other people so many other moving parts that are higher up than that person Mm -hmm. and when it's either your company or your directing and producing slash mom and dad gave right. the money or whatever it is, yeah, who's there's no going one to, to rein keep... you in? Yeah, yeah. yeah. there's Van no Dyke one. Pictures presents a Van. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, slice. Yeah, nobody's nobody's there to and and like it's not just Shane, but it, yeah. a lot of things that I've done have been kind of ruined by actors insisting on casting themselves as something they can't play yeah Mm -hmm. or they can't realistically be seen as at least not without outside help 
Right. They just don't see themselves in a realistic manner, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's something we watched with Easy Rider 2. Yeah. This man yeah. put himself on his own pedestal and he paid for it. And it's like, well, that's... I mean, good for you. You got the money, I guess. But what? there is something they're just denying. I kind of perceive it as I'm going to make what I see myself in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, who cares about what's actually good for the story or the script or yeah. the film? All right. This is, this is my masterpiece to show how amazing of an alpha male I am yeah. mm-hmm. uh, is usually the case that I find. Or, yeah. Or if they're a good actor, it's maybe this is the kind of part I want to play. You know what I mean? And right. And he's giving it to me. Right. I uh, mean, in in that case, though, you know, if you want to do a certain type of role and you want to fund that kind of thing, then you've got to bring a separate director on right. to be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Someone's got to have their eye on it. Some, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Someone has got to be able to say this is not working. What you're doing (laughs) is not the choice. Yeah. Like, okay, let's keep that. Do it this way for me. Yeah. I swear yours is bad. (laughs) Like somebody's gotta be able to. Just another perspective at least. Yeah. Yeah, Someone who can, yeah, stop you. Like the Star Wars prequels. I knew you were gonna bring that. Leave them alone. No. They're good, sort of. They're fun. (laughs) There's a lot of good in them. It's complicated. Someone (laughs) needed to rein George Lucas in. America You have did. to admit. Well, he stopped doing it now. He won't do it anymore. <laughs> he sold it to Disney. Reigned effectively in. Mm-hmm. This sad old man just wanted to give you Muppets. Muppets and lasers. But he didn't. He wanted to give us CG. That was, I think, he wanted a to give us CG and politics. Factor. I know. Every movie is CG. I know. I know and I miss but, the politics. But that's the difference. Is it's like, I feel like he... We can't. He's a pioneer. We can't, we can't stay on these prequels very long. I'm just saying. Yeah, I was getting to Star Wars. He talk. got into like a. Well, this is the new tech. I'm excited to use it. But he didn't figure it out like James Cameron does. Right. He didn't get ahead of it. He just went. Well, we got to do the new stuff, and then it didn't. You're welcome. Play. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you, George. Okay. Well, I'm gonna try this as suggested by Travis and leave our oh. pitches for last. And so we'll do Unsung Heroes first. Does anybody have Unsung Heroes? Hit it, Paul Jr. Unsung Heroes! This is a segment where we talk about actors, characters in the movie with very small parts, sometimes even extras, that added something to the movie and nobody really talks about it. Tweet your Unsung Heroes to us at the follow-up showdown on Twitter. It's (laughs) F.U. Showdown Pod on twitter yeah (laughs) so for titanic there was one guy i noticed this time who made his way all the way from the boiler room you might remember him as he i would call him the main boiler room guy chief engineer chief engineer Mm -hmm. he had like a little um a little really tiny little like rag tied around his neck Mm mm-hmm and he was like, you know, he's like, oh, go, go, go. Like, and he escaped the... Right, sure, when they go under the yeah, door. Yeah, he escaped yeah. the boiler room. And I noticed he, he was the one cutting the rope in one of the ropes. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, he made it. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, whenever um, Cal is looking for Rose on the ship, he's there. I'm like, he made it. He yeah. literally like started at the like, lowest you could go on the ship, and he survived. So I, I thought that was neat. and I, I A literal hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I bet he's based on a real person. Yeah, almost. It's so ma- anyone who gets time, mm-hmm. and the movie is so good at that. So good at giving you 
even just time the camera spends on a person to know that they are important or to uh, trigger something in your memory that the next time you see them, you know their fate. Mm. You just watch so many people get introduced and then their ultimate fate. Right. Um, and it's seamless. Yeah, nothing yeah. wasted. Yeah. That man. Yeah. Um, um, and f- Oh, sorry, continue. Yeah. Are we going to do both of them first? Sure. Okay. Uh, for Titanic 2, it was absolutely the captions that felt the need <laughs> oh, yes. whenever... Yes, the yes, bell yes, was yes. ringing. The boat was <laughs> clang, clang, yeah. clang, clang, toot, toot. Yeah, really right. like not, made, not made it bearable. A boat horn, just toot, toot. toot what was it? My uh, crash. It on? Boom. My, my, boom. My favorite was every time the tsunami hit, it said crash. Yeah. <laughs> you could almost see like the person doing the captions, like writing that in and then tilting the screen over to their office mate and be like, "Brad, look what I look what I wrote. Yeah. I wrote toot. Yeah. <laughs> no one's gonna watch. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah." Uh, I don't have one for Titanic 2 because that movie swept me away. <laughs> I, I guess, I mean, I really appreciate it in Titanic 2 because clearly all of the extras were just either crew members or family or maybe they put out a casting call like come to the Queen Mary this day to be in a movie. Mm-hmm. But they did not say, they didn't even say business casual. Like everyone's in hoodies and black t-shirts. Mm. It's supposed to be this top of the line like Starliner thing um, and everyone just looks like they're at the mall. At best. Yeah. And part of the ship even looks like a mall. It's a bad look. Yeah. My, my unsung hero for Titanic is Ewan Griffith, hmm. you, who you know is the first Reed Richards in the original Fantastic Four films from hmm. the 2000s, uh, but who I know is Horatio Hornblower in the series hmm. Horatio Hornblower. Mm-hmm. He's pretty What does sung. he do in Titanic? Hello. See? Boom. Did you, I love that. Thank you. Is anybody out there? He rescues them. He's yeah. the, he's the, oh he's a named character. He's pretty sunk. I yeah. guess my he's I guess my though. unsung hero then is uh, Horatio Hornblower. Okay, A and E's Horatio Hornblower. <laughs> he's great. He's very good. Yeah, I like the uh, extreme extra sauce he put on the R in right and like whenever he first takes over because he is he's Scottish. Oh, yeah. but he's mm. like right. Like I can't <laughs> yeah. do it, but he's yeah, yeah, like yeah. Just yeah 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 five R's in there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, you got any, Aaron? Yeah. One of the, like, few things that I really remembered as being super sad for some reason about Titanic, uh, and it always stuck with me, was the musicians. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're always so sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just continuing to play as, as the boat goes down. Yeah, is... yeah. And they say that, that they're well documented, which I assume in like real. in history. Yeah. yeah. Um, I suspect that maybe the, um, the, the crew that plays at the, the party in the lower decks mm-hmm. was also well documented just because they focus on them a lot as well. Yeah. That's speculation. I feel like in looking through the trivia about it, it's anybody that has something memorable they did was real. Yeah. Like the couple that stay in bed. Or wasn't uh, that they were the owners of um, Macy's? Walmart? Macy's. 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 Yeah, that was that was Macy. Yeah, those were the Macy's, <laughs> <laughs> the William H. and Felicity <laughs> Huffman Macy's. Um, but yeah, which I love because you know James Cameron just nerded the fuck out putting this thing together, and he told, and I know also that he told everybody, and he told everybody in the mm-hmm. <laughs> interviews too. 
I talked to every cast member. I told them their character's backstory and everything their life was about and their name and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just. But that water doesn't miniaturize, does it, James? <laughs> <laughs> he would have you killed. <laughs> he can do he that. would do it himself with that like underhanded bow and arrow yeah, trick he learned true. for Avatar. <laughs> and then he let everyone know that he hit a bush like 70 meters away, even though the Olympics guy said he couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I know. That's what's frustrating <laughs> about it is like it yeah, is legitimately right. cool yeah. that he does that. Yeah. yeah, this is why Catherine left. Uh, Titanic two, but I guess I'll just go with either Val Garcia um, serving unnamed in the background on the submarine. Uh, no, no, at at what was definitely not the high school prom. Uh, oh, Val, the Val was there. The oh, I see. Uh, okay. Yeah, oh. or um, Glenn sitting in the crowd definitely not getting the shot of Shane talking on stage excellent performances by two lovely people that I whose presence I enjoy very much and I'm not being sarcastic about that I, I genuinely do like them both this is the first time on the show yeah. we've had someone who like knew the unsung heroes. Yeah, yeah. Well, Landmark. it's Names it's them. easy to yeah. to sing the praises that sure. were deserved for people that you genuinely know and like. Yeah, that's great. So. As silly as this movie was, and as much as it didn't seem to matter to Shane Van Dyke that he wasn't right for the part, <laughs> the main part. Everybody else did their job. Yeah. Everybody else did a good job. With the exception of, and I'm jumping ahead to Titanic 2, my unsung hero, which I just have written down as the, you got it, sir. The guy at the <laughs> elevators yeah. who, when everybody is going towards the lifeboats, they're like, you stay back, blah, blah, blah. You got it, sir. Like, just the most that casual, guy was so like, obviously a grip. point. Yeah. <laughs> it was in- insane. It was uh, so good. Are none of us going to sing the praises of Lilac? I just like yeah the Lilac. name he and he did a great job just every the name yeah Lilac yeah it, I gotta say it was really hard for me to keep everything in that movie in my head I wasn't <laughs> bored I, yeah. I feel like we might be just a little yeah not bored not mm-hmm. bored just so much information it's at a lot. once it's a lot yeah. yeah I don't know that we ever I mean the movie never got us to stop talking that's true you know what I mean during it and and it didn't affect whether we understood it or enjoyed it at all. Right. Like, there was nothing we were missing. Right. Um, yeah. In part, thanks to the wonderful captains. Um, <laughs> but my non-human unsung hero from the movie was maybe my favorite detail in the movie, which is the chained-off <laughs> ship controls. <laughs> when this is supposed to be Titanic 2, made to look like... Made to be the second Titanic, and they're not allowed to touch the iconic things that <laughs> steer the ship. Also, we got, or, like, two... I think we got one shot of that area. Yeah. And that's it. And it was just a guy looking at it as if he was in a museum, which and he, he was. turns around and goes yeah. into the yeah. computer room. Yeah. yeah. The window-shuttered computer room. Right. But no which somehow the they ocean. are looking out the window when the tsunami comes. Right. Though all the windows are shuttered. Right. When there's so much museum-looking... It looks like there's a gift store. Yeah. Just yeah. while the people are running there by. There is. I'm there, sure that was yeah. there is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, incredible. Uh, so then for going back to Titanic, my unsung heroes, I have one human and one non-human as well. My human is, and perhaps a little sung, but the, no, Titanic's leaving for America in five minutes, the yeah. the guy who points at the clock. Yeah. And the yeah. fact that he only had one line, I think, counts. Like, everybody yeah. remembers mm-hmm. that, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my non-human, and my God, I love that this is in there because I have... I have so little to criticize about Titanic, but 
the fact that the I'm flying Jack most arguably possibly most romantic scene in the movie one of the most romantic scenes in cinema ends in their kiss their first kiss that you've been waiting for and then it transitions into zombie ship yeah <laughs> where oh, you sweep right. across the top of it and they're kissing and then it turns into a ghost <laughs> ship uh i love it looked so funny it looked like something that would be for sci-fi channel mm. or something that choice yeah um but obviously it looked good because it was james cameron but it was silly silly does anyone yeah. remember at what point you needed to put in tape two? I believe it's the Andrews guy who built the Mr. ship. Andrews, yeah. And he's like, Titanic will sink. Yeah. I oh, he's sure. standing at the clock. No, no, that's whenever no, it's actually sinking. That's but when, it's when actually he's sinking. Yeah, telling when Ismay. Yeah, but then yeah. the next tape starts with um, Cal back in the right. drawing room. Yeah. She's made of iron. I assure you, she can. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that, that yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Terrific. Um, yeah. Good job. That was. That reminds me of something I wanted to mention, which it was very fun for me this time to picture Ro- old lady Rose telling the story given all the details shown, so many of which are not <laughs> present for. My favorite example of that particular thing was when she, and it's like her first scene where you're really sort of getting her personality. She's just really rude to everybody at the table. And then she leaves. She talks, brings up Freud. Uh-huh. And then after she leaves the room, Ismay says, Freud, Freud, is he a passenger on the <laughs> ship or whatever? Like, yeah. it's so funny to picture that old lady going, and then after I left, he said something like, oh, it's Freud, <laughs> passenger on the ship. <laughs> I uh, could hear it. <laughs> but my favorite thing to keep picturing, because it happens so, like, conveniently so many times in the movie, is her over and over again being like, and then Mr. Andrews was walking by again. <laughs> and I waved him down, and then the captain walked by, and he said that they had hit an iceberg. <laughs> like it's just right. like she's oh, they're always walking next to the most important people on the massive ship. Well, she's yeah. very she's with one of the most rich people on that ship, so. But it's sense. usually when she's walking around with Jack <laughs> that oh, they walk past yeah. someone, or it'll just be crossing a room and Mr. Andrews, <laughs> and it's just like okay, <laughs> okay, fine, fine, yeah. whatever, we need this, but yeah, just a little bit weird. Just like I guess I'm gonna parade around with this guy that everybody knows I'm not supposed to be walking around with in front of the other rich people. She's so cool. She's 17. Yeah, (laughs) and I do... I guess that's true. That's, I think, what really... Part of what makes the love story work for me so much better than so many others is, like, there are moments of it seeming like Jack is charming her and the way someone never has but he is literally and he is doing exactly what she wants someone to do which is show concern and care Mm -hmm. for her he's not doing it in a way where it's just like the guy saving her because she doesn't need to be saved she's as charismatic and spitfire and talented as he is so it's really well balanced in that way yeah Um, it's a good movie james yeah yeah (laughs) you did it and he doesn't hit her once no no yeah which is great that's super yeah. great. I'm sure she loves that too. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, because she's had it the other way, so right. she knows. And she, she was like, I didn't like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Watching this like movie, like I, I never like caught on how much of hmm. Cal and her dynamic is that he is like desperately trying to fuck her, and she's just like, I hope you knew. Right, yeah. Yeah. and they even like try to make it seem like Jack's a virgin. Yeah. You know, he even yeah. is like, well, yeah. I drew French prostitutes. Just your hands. Yeah. Yeah, I like your hands. He, yeah. he does seem so actually pure. Yeah. Like, the love that he feels for her. Although I'm crazy. Like, it was crazy to me how quick the shot is that he first sees her. And is like, oh, I love her. And then it cuts mm. to the Irish guy and he goes, don't even think about it, boyo. And I'm like, 
Think about what? Wait, what? He, he's in love with her already? But but it it's so well sold from then on that it is literal. I love everything about this person, you know, and I am only interested in what's best for them. And when it comes to Cal, uh, this reminds me of something I was talking about earlier, which is like three movies, one movie, then second mm-hmm. movie, then third yeah. movie. Right before they hit the iceberg, and I'm reminded, oh, it's Titanic. Of course, they're going to hit the iceberg. <laughs> uh, is also the height of, like, Cal's story becoming dangerous, mm. which is enough. It's yeah. enough of a, of a movie without the yeah. enormous second half, <laughs> right. uh, which is, that's really crazy. Yeah. And speaking of that really quick, just Billy Zane does a really good job in yeah. this movie. Like, yeah. his performance is so well suited to, like, the the haughty, like, rich, like, like, personality. He carries the dialogue so well, and he does a very fine job. And I love how evil he is and how how he's never, I mean, he's never doing the right thing. uh, From the first thing of, do you like lamb, sweet pea? Like from then on, he 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 orders for them, and like <laughs> like everything. He's he's always the jerk. He's never gonna not make the jerk move, but he feels full. He mm-hmm. feels like a real person with a perspective that, though it is heinous, is understandable. Yeah. given his perspective, he does seem like he does seem like he yeah. would turn to you and go, "So Dawson, do you have Bitcoin?" Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there is that you know one part where his turn is because he wants her to live. At least there's that. He helps Jack convince her to get on the boat. Oh, yeah. And he goes to find her. That's still for him, though, because he wants to have her He wants to win. Yes, understood. But it's... Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. 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 This reminds me, like, the story that they're waiting for her to tell them is what happened to the heart of the ocean. That is the story they want to hear. We saw you in it. What happened? And there's a detail in the story... Of Billy Zane saying, and I put the coat on her, the yeah. diamonds in the coat, and I put the coat on her. Mm-hmm. Did she tell them that part of the story? You know what I mean? I, I think that's something that more, like, is just, you can't have a completely objective story from someone's point of view and have it be as grand and sweeping as Titanic. They have to fill in points that obviously she, she couldn't know. No. Same what thing, did she tell and oh, that's, I'm sorry. She never uh, told them anything. Yeah, that's, my, that's, that's why I'm at driving this point, because I agree with you. And it's very key for my pitch, is mm. just ignore that. Just ignore that <laughs> well, stuff. Well, she also yeah. didn't know that it was in her pocket at that time because she wasn't there. But so, they so are... did she not say, and then Billy Zane said that she... it's in my pocket? <laughs> and that's she, just for she us? She probably like, said that, like, I don't know. So we I went don't... down with the ship. She probably just like confirmed what they thought. I wish there was an answer to that. That there was a moment where they addressed, like, so what happened to the diamond? And then she says, I don't know. Surely that's in the movie. It's not in the movie. Well, then she'd have to lie, though. Right. Right. We don't want the sweet old lady to die. She's telling a story. To die, die, I mean, it's about time. (laughs) She's telling a story from 80 years ago. She's lying about some of it. For sure. The fact, that was another thing I kept thinking of was, like, how right they always are in every scene. And how, of course, that would be the way you saw it. Mm -hmm. And And then I said the coolest thing when I left. And everyone was like, oh, my God, she's so cool. Yeah. And then, like, and we told the dad that the water was coming from that way, but he got him and his son killed. Like, it was just, like... (laughs) He yelled at me and pushed me a little, but I guess he died. (laughs) Um, Okay, let's get into these pitches. Unless anybody objects, I'm going to go first. Okay, sure. Okay. Got everything I need right here with me. Got air in my lungs and a few blank sheets of paper. Okay. 
Here we go. All right. Movie shouldn't have a sequel. <laughs> Mine is called <laughs> Carpathia, which is the name of the rescue ship that they all go to America on once they are saved from the ocean. Mm -hmm. In modern day, in Bill Paxton day, over breakfast the next morning, Rose notices the crew is in dire need of cheering up after having heard her harrowing tale and never finding the heart of the ocean. So she tells them what she sees is more of an uplifting tale of the four days on the rescue ship to America, Carpathia. Though its beginnings are bleak and full of mourning for those <laughs> lost at sea, it is the coming together of strangers to soothe, comfort, and help each other in finding the will to go on from there that make up the movie. Rose's main story aboard the ship is falling in with a troop of people who want to perform a play called Bunty Pulls the Strings for the survivors in hopes of creating an evening of levity. This group also includes Molly Brown, Dorothy Gibson, who is a real person that within a month of the disaster would go on to make the first film record about it called Surviving the Titanic in real life, and the disgraced, even hated, J. Bruce Ismay, who designed the ship and who was quite a bit at fault for the crash, uh, who, though he would never live down his shame in his life, brings himself together enough to do something good in performing in this show. I'm thinking as the villain, even, to sort of, you know, bring it around. Other main plots for these characters uh, involve Rose confronting and coming to terms with her mother, and Molly Brown just being a goddamn mensch to everybody aboard, <laughs> including Ismay, helping him through his trauma. Other characters we meet are Madeline Astor, the now single woman who is attempting to hide her pregnancy. She wonders about her future without her wealthy older husband, who died on the ship, and Rose shows her some about independence. Lucy Duff Gordon, the lingerie designer, who has an even tougher time letting go of her classist views than Rose's mother, and is ultimately told off by Rose's mother. Violet Jessup, a ship stewardess who had already survived the sinking of the Olympic, the year previous would go on to survive the sinking of the Titanic sister ship, the Britannic, in 1916. Carl Bear, a tennis pro who aids in the care of a future tournament rival, Richard Williams, who has severe frostbite in his legs. And Charles Lightroller, who would end up using his yacht to rescue stranded British soldiers on the beaches of Dunkirk, France, during World War II, as shown in Dunkirk. All future events are shown after being narrated by Rose, not just alluded to, and most characters have flashbacks of their own experiences slash traumas during the sinking of the Titanic. Lastly, there is the story of Cal, who continues to look after Michelle, the child he used to get on the lifeboat. Aww. This, among other experiences, has a softening effect on him, which we see on display most prominently when he watches Rose perform in the play and decides not to confront her about the diamond. When the child, however, is reunited with his mother upon arriving in America, it appears to embitter him some once more. I also want a dream sequence that Rose has where Jack sinks to the bottom of the ocean, then opens his eyes, makes his way toward the sunken Titanic, and finds Cora, the little girl, and they dance together. Get Leo in there. And then, uh, <laughs> lastly, there is a modern-day subplot chronicling Brock Lovett and Lizzie Calvert falling in love. Oh, okay that's yeah. nice can't blame her yeah yeah is that woman who survived three shipwrecks true all of these are real jesus christ i would never she get on another the, boat my entire life she was yeah, a yeah. nurse on them i thought she, and she worked on boats till they she died many many years later like till she was playing crash <laughs> what a badass yeah um i really like that it reminds me of tales from watership down mm -hmm. the sequel to watership down okay. which is just 
they're, they're just telling <laughs> stories and such. Yeah. Um, that's really nice, Paul. That is really nice. Yeah, thank Devastating you. Devastating about Cora and Jack. The the yeah. haunted like zombie. I mean, as a I, dream, I think it's lovely. I as a as yeah. a you know as a lover of strange cinema, I absolutely want to see that scene. Yeah. But it, yeah. my jaw dropped when you said it. It shocked me <laughs> so casually too. You described something so horrifying it and sound, traumatic. When shot by James Cameron, beautiful yeah. to well, see. And also, the the ship is not zombie ship. It's Oh, new Titanic, but oh. under the sea. I thought his frozen corpse found her no, no, frozen corpse. No, no, this is like as if... <laughs> and as they if, danced under the water. As if you watch Leo go down, then the next thing that happens is he reaches the bottom and wakes up. I'll bet he does. And walks oh. under the water. Sure. That's it's a dream! Okay. No, but yeah. I... like well, well, the most grim way of yeah. thinking about it. Yeah. 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 I mean... He's just, fresh. He's fresh Leo, guys. Right, okay. It's yeah. still frozen. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's cute. Does anybody want to go next? I'll go next. I've got nothing after that. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, um. That reminds me to mention that we had sushi, which yeah. was technically on theme because there is a sushi restaurant in LA called Cafe Jack that is Titanic themed. Kind of. And, well, it's like shaped <laughs> like the Titanic, yeah. or at least yeah. there's a fake ship. And they have some and framed like, production photos, yeah. Yeah. But that's where it ends, theme wise. It's great, though. Yeah. It is. And we went in what was supposed to be a bar crawl of all the movie-themed bars in L.A., and that was not a bar. That was a great they had, day. They yeah. had no alcohol, but it was no. a fantastic day. Yeah. And I, it was a fun stop. I think of it often. Yeah. 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 Let me break it up with fun fact. Okay. Not fun fact. Uh, recent investigation shows that if the Titanic had hit the iceberg head-on, it would have survived. That's what I uh, always thought. It would have been damaged and sunk eventually, but it would have reached New York. Mm. shit yeah mm. but i mean it's the same as like bill paxton doing they're like everything he knows is wrong because like <laughs> now it's easy enough to look back at things now and right. say yeah well, i don't think more. anyone in the room was was like calling out for like hit it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, 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 right right yeah you, you have to get a try right <laughs> yeah <laughs> go faster see oh. if we can slice it in half yeah. <laughs> oh man i'd have turned all right so Mine's a, a little sh- a little short. I recognize there's not enough plot for an actual movie, but you know, we... <laughs> As a paying customer, I expect to get what I want. All right. A wealthy couple is vacationing on their yacht off the coast of Canada in the year of our Lord 2002. During a scuba break one day, the husband makes a dazzling discovery. A diamond-encrusted necklace with a huge Whoa! blue heart-shaped stone for a pendant. <sighs> The couple can't believe their luck as they head back to dry land when suddenly their boat shudders violently. There comes a grating, scratching sound along the starboard side of the boat. The yacht is rocked, buffeted, torn to bits, and sunk, sinks in a matter of moments. Smash cut to black. Title. The Curse of the Heart of the Ocean. Oh. The Coast Guard arrives to investigate the wreckage of the yacht. Amidst the calamity, they're able to salvage two things. A hefty diamond nec- necklace and the wife. After <laughs> No, she doesn't get a name. Yeah. No one does, to be fair. It's also a yeah. thing. No one gets a name, to be fair. Um, after gaining consciousness, the wife is asked for her testimony and returned the necklace. The ship starts to go back to shore when a howling, scraping sound dr- drones along the starboard side of the ship. The wife startles at the sound. She's heard it before. <laughs> and now she knows what must be causing it. 
The boat shudders, buffets, and begins to sink. The wife must race through the sinking boat to get back to the cursed necklace to dispose of it before it can kill again. Through freezing ocean water and howling, twisting steel, she finally makes it to the safety box and rushes rushes to throw it overboard, only to find that the box is fitted with a flotation device that deploys at the touch of water. The wife casts about wildly for something to pierce the flotation device as the ocean water starts to pour over the the bow of the ship. She sees the emergency flare gun. She loads the final flare, gasping as the water reaches her neck. She aims and fires. The flare lands on the flotation device this time, instantly melting the device. It pops loudly, allowing the box to sink to the bottom of the ocean for the last time. Hopefully. Mm. And I have a tagline. Diamonds are a girl's worst enemy. (laughs) (laughs) That is awesome. Thank you, thank you. Very notes of twistier, your twister, (laughs) uh, in which the tornado was the sentient evil to blame. Uh, I love... Because I feel like a lot of Titanic is spent deciding who's to blame. Is yeah. it the captain? Is it the, the guy who was watching them kiss instead of looking for icebergs? Is it Ismay? But apparently it was the evil <laughs> diamond. Well, it, it, it's, it's Ismay. Well, with the captain, because he could have told him to shove it. Um, sure. There's, but yeah, lots of... I like the idea that, like, no good came in the making of this necklace. True. It was the diamonds were surely harvested by slaves, like it was cut off. King Louis' head, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. So it would be cursed. Sure. Though it did not seem to... Well, I guess the fact that she never sold it is what kept the curse from her ruining her life. She probably never got she on She just held boat. on to the it. The curse is that it sinks ships. Most but specifically are probably for cursed. ships. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because the heart of the ocean. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, Titanic over. opens with, like, Rose having her own private pottery nook in her sun-dappled house so i guess she did okay without well, having she, s- yeah. sold the necklace flies planes yeah yeah rides right. horses yeah she did all right all right so my fun fact to break up before whoever goes next going back to gloria stewart what's that <laughs> it's gonna do you have a ghost. pitch aaron i sure don't she doesn't oh, have, so okay. that's me yeah you can't follow titanic <laughs> <laughs> shouldn't have a sequel uh well this was okay so this was the first film to be nominated twice for uh an academy award for the same portrayal of the same character best actress kate winslet best supporting actress gloria stewart uh mm. and then it didn't happen again until two till 2001 and it was again kate winslet for what? and her for... older counterpart the uh, iris movie iris oh. oh i didn't see that one. but what about the godfather those are made in separate years so at the academy awards ceremony same year same year, it oh, was Best I Actress Rose, Best yeah. Supporting Actress, also I, playing Rose. I misunderstood yeah. what you were saying. I, I thought you were saying that like the character Ever. Kate Winslet was playing in Titanic was also a character in a previous Titanic movie that was also nominated. No, no of course not. What a gibberish thing to think. Weird yeah, of course, yeah. of course not. No, absolutely. Um, you played Scrabble with that one. Yeah, that was... yeah, we've had two Jokers win in the last you know, five years or whatever. <clears throat> Uh, okay, well, I have uh, I've written out my pitch as well, Paul. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to do right. I'm trying to do right by the show. I know this isn't the first time I've said that. I always win, Jack. And lower away evenly, lads. One way or another. I call this one Titanic: Ship of the Dead. Because this movie shouldn't have a sequel. <laughs> the freezing ocean rumbles and boils in the night. A bright beam of dark purple light shoots into the sky, cutting the vision of the moon in half. And on the back of that impossible ray, 
rises the cracked and broken hull of the RMS Titanic. Mm. Its two pieces held together with ghostly glowing lavender light. The back half and engine room are filled with the high-class ghouls damned to servitude, while the front half and upper decks are the purview of the rotten poor, taking vengeance on the 1% for damning them to servitude in life. They race back to England to find others, anyone responsible for the fate of the Titanic. Mm. And after that, well, there's no shortage in of rich people who need a good thumping. We see all our old favorites, Fabricio, uh, Jeanette Goldstein, and her kids. That old Walmart couple I have written. It is Macy's. Uh, Propeller guy, the captain and the architect. (laughs) Um, And even all them dogs. All Beetlejuiced up and monster mashing as the horrible ghost ship tears its way home. There is a growing resentment and debate between the classes in life as in death, with the captain trying his ghostly best to keep the peace so they can get home. He's a sad ghost. He's still kind of... He's he's the same same energy. He's still captaining. Um, The more the two halves fight, the more the ship falls apart. The captain realizes this blight will only spread across the land and into the heart of humanity. Tears in his eyes, he spies a ghostly iceberg right ahead. Jack Dawson, frozen and white-eyed finally appears and closes the door to the bridge. He nods to the captain, and they collide with fate, and the Titanic sinks again. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. So now we know that that would not uh, sink him if they collided head-on. <laughs> uh, I did not know that was your pitch. My, uh, well, how fun. So how do we do winners? We vote? We oh, vote. Yeah. All right. So I went first, so I vote first. I Just... vote for... <laughs> Lauren's because well I already said what I liked about it but also the fact that uh, you very clearly saw the action sequence that you described which seems very James Cameron Mm. he clearly knew like these are the beats I want and they don't have to be factual this would just be a cool thing to watch someone (laughs) do while the Titanic sinking so this is tough Mm. because yours Lauren goes next oh still (laughs) still tough Uh, this is very tough yeah I think I'm gonna have to vote for Travis. Yeah. Very close, Paul. Yeah. I just I was so uh, caught off yeah. guard by that pitch. You love zombie stuff. I yeah. do. Yeah. It seemed like a lot of fun. Yeah, it would well. be. I'm gonna vote for Paul's oh. because it was very earnest yeah. and very it did remind me of Tales from Watership mm-hmm. Down. Mm-hmm. I do like that you always try even at the sacrifice of taking taking a fun little walk for a pitch, you're like, but seriously, the point <laughs> how could you do this for <laughs> yeah. real? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I'm very impressed with that, so I'm going to vote for that. Also, then it becomes a three-way tie, and Aaron and has a lot of pressure a on breaker. her. We got a tiebreaker. Yeah. Um, Paul's so good. I'm astonished by people who can uh, brainstorm and write things, <laughs> which is why I always say my lines exactly as they're written, no matter how bad I think they are. <laughs> <laughs> this seems like trash, but what do I know? Here we go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything. I can't write. I can barely read. Um, I'm going to go for Lauren. Whoa! You think you're big, tough men? Let's see you do this. I have to be transparent. Travis helped me with my script. Okay. He pretty much made up the back half. 
Well, I, I may have thrown my hat in the ring as a doctor a little bit, like some lines here or there, but uh, that was, uh, the heart and soul of that was all Laura. The idea was helped, all mine. I just helped presentationally. But he helped me with the action sequence you complimented, so I wanted to be honest. And- I pointed her in the direction she was already going, barely involved. Okay, yeah. okay. Not allowed from here on out. Not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're, yep, as we move forward. Uh, congratulations, Lauren. Thank I mean, you. I voted for it, so I'm obviously yeah, pretty thank happy. You, thank you. Yeah, I feel you know what we should start doing. What is getting little trophies or something like the Dundies? Like the Dundies, and each winner gets to take the trophy home. That's and so they can, much we, garbage. We, We'd have so we much can, garbage we, sitting around the house. We can write the, the name of the pitch on the little trophy. Well, what oh, if I we did? That's what the posters are. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, you Those get are your poster. Trophies. Yeah. Well, I'm not physically much less cluttering. You could print them out. Oh, I, I could, huh? <laughs> I could take yeah. a picture of the internet. Yeah. could screenshot it. Yeah. Print my own I, I forgot to say, other sequels, there is a sequel to Titanic 2. Of course. Given that Titanic is the first one, it's Titanic 666. I'm no, wondering why it's well, not called Titanic 2 Satanic. Yeah. Satanic. Satanic. Yeah, that's yeah. much better. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about that. That does better. exist. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dark forces rise from the depths and take it down this time. Also, oh, that's what I said. Given your my pitch. Well, hey, it it got made. Means it's working. <laughs> yeah, means yeah. I'm on the right track. And I wanted to bring up the tagline for Titanic Two is a hundred years later. Lightning strikes twice. <laughs> wow! <laughs> so perfectly bad for so many reasons. Three yeah. strikes in a row on that tagline. Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. When Shane Van Dyke shows up with his four women to his Titanic 2, uh-huh. one of the women says, It's so big. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, uh, Like, planes are big. Yeah. Uh, buildings are big. This is monumental and i got so mad that he didn't say titanic which is a word that both means huge and is the name of the fucking boat i gotta think that he was trying to make a joke by ignoring it it can't be the only joke in the movie that he got right this is so far away from everything i remember seeing a picture of billy corgan performing at some concert wearing a shirt (laughs) With the Ghostbuster symbol on it that says, Back off, man, I'm a Ghostbuster. Oh, and I don't upsetting. like it because yeah. that's not the line. Yeah. Yeah. So if you find that picture of Billy Corgan online, tweet it, at, tweet it, tweet it to us at F, uh, F, you, showdown F you Showdown Pod. Yeah. Um, all right. So. And on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> at the follow up showdown and TikTok. The follow up showdown. Oh, and we're on TikTok. Yeah, but this yeah. is the. Yeah, okay. Well, you got to pepper it through. Pepper it through. You got to pepper it. it. I'm learning. I'm learning. Oh, me you. too. <laughs> uh, but this is a good transition into because those sound kind of like plugs. Anybody got plugs? Plugs. Yeah, the hotel right. has just launched its YouTube channel. Uh, and I think you just have to search for the hotel podcast on YouTube because it doesn't have its own. I don't think they do unique names anymore. I don't know. I'm still learning. If anybody wants to watch me play um, Overwatch 2 or Apex Legends in tournaments in a very mediocre manner mm-hmm. uh come to my twitch twitch.tv slash erin marie omg and erin marie omg yeah that's uh i'm not gonna like plug my one line on any television shows or anything so. well, we will also mention multiple movies you're in right. that they can check out if, if i had to say check out one movie that i did my 
all-time favorite is Dwelling. So check oh, out yeah. Dwelling. Yeah. Uh, it's my favorite. Yeah, that's, I watched that with you also. That was a good one. Yeah. And I also have a plug that is in large part yours, and I haven't plugged this in so long, but Aaron is my co-star in Paul Getz's Last Ditch Effort. It's an Arrested Development tribute series that is on YouTube, youtube.com slash PGLDE. It does have one of those names. Um, it, uh, he looked me right in the eyes when he said that. I'm just like, because you referenced it. Yeah. Yeah. But it... Uh, he wasn't trying to rub it in. Yeah. <laughs> there are some jokes that have not aged well, much like the real Arrested Development. But I am still proud of it. I think it works and is funny and has great performances all around. I saw that before yeah. I even met you. Tony showed me that. Really? Yeah. And I was so impressed. I had just gotten to L.A. And already here was this dude who had this whole really cool web series mm. that actually had like people I recognized in it. And mm -hmm. it was actually... You know, you know, you know. Normally, when someone's like, "Hey, my friend made a web series. Do you want to watch it?" You're like, "Okay, but let me watch it privately so you don't have to see my reaction. Right, right. Let me prepare my statements, right. um, and then I'm actually not going to watch it, though. Yeah, right. yeah if I watch it, <laughs> that's uh, me. Yeah, yeah. But um, it was, it was, it was. I had a really good time with that. I've watched that uh, a few times through. Yeah, Listen to that, or watch that, dear listener. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Similar thing happened with Kim uh, when we were getting to know each other. She watched it and expected, and was just like, "It wasn't bad." <laughs> like right, yeah, like oh, this is was, was good. It's yeah. really hard just to get those made at all. So to do it and do you know as funny as you both are in it yeah. and as well you know put together and Sean and Coney, stuff is and also, Sean Coney, yeah, yeah. blows it out of the water. Yeah. yeah, so it's a good time. So check that out. This was a crazy one, a good one, a wild ride. Thank you all for being here for it. We'll join the ranks in my thorn in my side list, like Casablanca and Beetlejuice, uh, like The Shining for you, Travis. Um, but well, that was so clear, like yeah, what a robbery. Okay, I think you missed some good stuff in mind. But uh, uh, <laughs> Lauren, I real quick want to ask you on our way out to cast your movie, so I have an easier time with the poster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't give anyone names, I was like, well, I won't think the of wife, anyone. Yeah. The wife. <laughs> um, what year did that movie come out? Two thousand two. I put it as two thousand two. Yeah, let's go with. Stop Aww. giving her this pitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, I will. That's a good one. I don't have anything better. Uh, Jolene Blaylock. Star Trek Enterprises Jolene Blaylock. Because up. she would have... Thank you for listening to the follow-up showdown. Special thanks to Travis McMaster for being our mix master and Tony Intergenato for tracking down what can't be found. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can write a review and follow us on Instagram or TikTok at the follow-up showdown and Twitter at FU Showdown Pod. We're also on YouTube!